Welcome to the Parkrun Adventures podcast. My name is Kasha. Hi, Mel. Hi, Kasha. Do you know what episode we're up to this week? No. It's episode 41. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yes. Are you ready to read the news? Yes. On Sunday over... 32,000 runners hit the streets of Melbourne at the 39th Medibank Melbourne Marathon Festival. Sydney parkrunner Tom Docantor won the men's marathon and future parkrunner Virginia Maloney won the women's marathon. They got to finish with a lap of the MCG which is pretty cool. It was really windy too. More parkrunners were successful in the half marathon with Olympians Eloise Wellings and Brett Robinson storming home to win the events. Around the world last parkrun day, 23,363 junior parkrunners went for a free timed run. 1,708 juniors helped their events by volunteering. High five to all those volunteers. Super smart people at the University of Aberdeen have discovered exercising with friends increases the amount of exercise we do. They also discovered if your friends were supportive and encouraging, that was better too. The study didn't mention teddy bears, but teddy bears can be your friends too. UK park runner Danny Norman ran his 500th Park run at Bradford Park Run on Saturday. This makes him the sixth person in the world to earn the blue 500 shirt. 500 park runs takes almost 10 years of running every week and longer when you do your share of volunteering. That's older than me. And you were our man on the ground at Melbourne Marathon this weekend, Scotty. What happened? Tell us all the news. Well, I was. I saw it in person. I saw Tom coming up St Kilda Road for the first time, looking so strong. Not a pretty good way to um, debut a road marathon. Um, it was tough conditions in Melbourne. Very windy morning. So that, and, and on the hardest part of the course, all the runners pretty much were into a headwind. What makes it the hardest part of the course? Is it is it the more hilly bit or? Well, it's just for Melbourne, even for the half marathoners and the full marathoners, it's running back up into Melbourne and it's running back up St Kilda, St Kilda Road. So it's a little bit uphill. But it's also at that time in both events, the half and the full, where it really gets really hard. You know, it's 30k onwards for the full and it must be about. 14k onwards for the half and I reckon if you're organising all the event organisers of marathoners all around the world here's a tip make from about 32k onwards downhill oh how many runners would just love you if you did that like Melbourne in particular is crap the the, the only elevation it's got is at about 37 kilometres oh. <laughs> it's not a big hill but still Welcome to Victoria. Why do they do it? And it's also, you're running, so you run into the city and you think it's nearly all over and then they send you back out. So one of those ones that would really mess with people's minds. But not Tom's. He did great. So 
we had park runners winning at the front of the field and all throughout the field. You know, I did the Melbourne Marathon three years ago and I didn't know anyone. Like, I, literally, I didn't know anyone. There was no one else I was running with that I knew. There was no one in the crowd that I knew. It was just my wife, my mum, and my daughter. And so that was it. Today, as a spectator, I reckon I was into the hundreds of people that actually knew and cheered on. And that is 100% due to parkrun. And it makes a big difference, doesn't it, to the people participating? Well, I hope so. You know, some of the feedback, you know, we were just cheering today. I was there with um, my wife, Yvonne, and my, my buddy, Aaron, earlier on. And we were just standing in the middle of the road cheering people. Thankfully, the Westerfoldians are in nice fluoro green, which makes it really easy. But even, you know, others that weren't, were just park runners that I knew. It was great to see them. I know running along, um, you just want a distraction. You just want to see a happy, cheering face. So hopefully we provided that to some of our people today. I'm sure you did. And it's also, um, it's not easy when you're cheering for, you know, tens of thousands of people over a, a finite period of time of a few hours, you know, trying to see everyone that you know. You, you're going to miss people anyway, but it always helps when... um they recognize you and they yell out to you <laughs> because it's like, oh, yeah, I'll cheer you as well because I know you. But, yes, it's um, it's one of those things about cheering that you just, especially with that many people, you can't possibly catch everyone, but you do try to hope that you've got the most of them. The more I get involved in parkrun and running, I'm joining more and more clubs, it seems, as well. So I've got to look out and I've got to represent the Westerfoldians um, I'm in the Deneen Runners, so I've got to look out for all my Deneen Runners. Um, I somehow became a dirty cheater on Saturday. Those ones are more easy to recognise. They were. They stand out. I'm going to order my T-shirt during the week. What about your little cheater ears? I've already got them. <gasps> You've got your own cheater ears. But, but, um, Kasha took them. Oh, so you're going to have to get another pair. Maybe. I was pointed out that I do look ridiculous and no one can take me seriously in them, but I was surprised anyone takes me seriously anyway. I was just about to say, that's that's quite an assumption you're getting to there, that anyone takes you seriously. Yeah. But let's move on to that. I met the Dirty Cheaters. They came down to Studley, a bit of a birthday celebration for them, and I was glad that they chose the beautiful surroundings of Yarrabend Park to do that in. Studley Park. And they're, they're a fun group. There's no denying that. They like to have a good time and very encouraging at Parkrun. I ran around the course with Darota, who apparently I've butchered her name a couple of times on the podcast. You have. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I'm sure I also have. No, no. She made a point of saying, I butchered it. You nailed it. <laughs> Excellent. That's another one for me. Yep. Did you did you find that, I mean, cheaters as well, that you had a lot of adventurers at Studley this weekend because of the Melbourne Marathon? We did. I think the numbers were, were a bit higher up. Weather was beautiful down in Melbourne on Saturday, so that also helped. But, yeah, everyone's in town. I know Albert Park, you know, had ridiculous numbers, so most adventurers and tourists might have headed there. But we got a bit of overflow at Studley, so it was great to see. I met Beaker Design, who we've given a shout-out before for her wonderful graphic design work up in Newcastle, and a couple of other adventurers. Very cool. 
It's always good fun to meet the adventurers. What about your adventures? Uh, my adventures on... You had a party, yeah? I did. I went to... I helped, I should say, bring the Bright to Brightwater Park Run on Saturday. So that was very cool. Everyone showed up in their fluoro and their neon and anything bright or shiny they could get their hands on, which made for fabulous photos and happy smiles all around. And I went for a little plod around the lake at Brightwater, which is always beautiful. Had a great morning. What run number was it for you? Just remind me. It might have been number 99. Wow. You're so close. So close. Let's just hope I don't have any kind of terrible accident between now and when I get to run my hundreds run. Don't say that, Mel. People get hit by buses, you know. It happens. Stop it. I set you a challenge. Oh, God. A few weeks ago. How are we going with that challenge? Oh, no, no. You didn't set me a challenge. <laughs> well, you you may have mentioned that I was supposed to take 30 seconds off my time every week. Um I may have added about an extra five minutes this week to last week's time again. So we're on track for um, a hundredth park run that takes about an hour. <laughs> if if you if you're basing the time on the track record that's been progressing over the last five or six weeks, so yeah, yeah. there are not going to be any personal best times. But I have assurances that two of my favourite little people, um, my niece and nephew, are going to be there on Saturday. So I'm going to run with them and have a wonderful time. guest is a nine-year-old Wynnum Park runner who recently ran a world record breaking time for his age group over 15 kilometers at the Brisbane Road Runners Club 15k championships. He did it in negative 5k splits as well. His name is Noah Carter. Noah, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Tell us, how do you feel about being the fastest nine-year-old in the world over 15 kilometers? I feel happy because it was only my third guard at running 15K. That's amazing. Only your third time ever. Yeah. Wow. And so this is a world record. What needs to happen for it to be recognized as an official world record? Do you know, Noah? It needs to be a... uh... On a certified course. Yeah, it needs to be on a certified course. What was this course like? Was it flat? Um, no, definitely not. And what do your friends think of you running? Um, I actually run with my friends at Parkrun, and we all enjoy it. Okay, cool. So do you do any training outside of Parkrun, or are you just a naturally fast runner? Uh, no, I train once a week on a Monday. And what's involved in that training? Is, is it just a 5K run as well, or do you do different things? Um, I normally do um, a sprint session. Have you always wanted to be a runner? Yes, since I started since I started walking. So you walked first, huh? You didn't run first? Uh, yeah, I walked first. <laughs> and do you want to be an Olympian one day? Is that on the on the goal list? Yes, yes, it is. 
do you have a particular distance that you think you might like to run in the Olympics? Uh, five or 10k. And what about park runs? How many park runs have you done? 148. Whoa. Whoa. That's more than me. And me. And you're only <laughs> nine. How many different park runs have you done? Do you know that? Uh, yeah, my dad's told me 11. So you're quite the adventurer as well. So you've done 11 different park runs. What are your top three favorites that doesn't include your home run? And what do you like about them? My top three are, that is my home. One is Manipi, Stern's Corner, and Wish Hog. And I like them because they're my, they're my top three fastest times, but not at my home one. Okay, so you're all about the speed, Noah. What about if you could travel anywhere in the world to do a park run? Have you thought about that? Yes, yes, I have. Where where would it be, and why? Um, it'd be bushy because it's the home of park run, and that's where a lot of people go. That's where park run started. It's a very popular answer. And I'll let you ask this last question, Scotty, because this one was yours. Enough about the running. Are you more of a Marvel? Or a DC Comics guy? Um, my dad had to tell me what that meant. Oh. <laughs> Either because I don't really, I don't really watch, I don't really read comics. Okay, so what, what else do you do besides running, Noah, as a nine-year-old? Um, nothing, I guess. We just run. <laughs> well, that's a good answer too. I did say to Scotty, I'm not sure if Noah will be on the Marvel or DC. If you if have a side to take with that because you are a runner and I don't know a lot of kids your age who like running who also like sitting indoors and reading comic books. So I'll chalk that one up to, to me for experience. <laughs> are you faster than your dad, Noah? Stop it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How much faster? A minute. Two minutes now. Oh, yeah, a minute and a half. minute and a half, so 19.30 on the weekend. So you got me by a minute and a half. Yeah. Now, um, I want to go back to the the thing about the official world record. So is the course that the Brisbane Roadrunners lay out, is it officially recognised or no, it's not registered? Um, half, half, <laughs> I guess. Okay. So it has it has been measured, yeah. So it has been yeah. measured by an official measurer. It yeah. just hasn't. They haven't done the documentation on it. Oh, okay, cool. So is the next step for you guys to seek out uh, an officially measured, accredited fifteen k course so you can take it? Hopefully, yes. Oh, I, I might answer this one, Lisa. Go for it, John. <laughs> yeah, I, he um, he enjoys it. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't think he um, he needs that sort of pressure. He he um, he ran a pretty quick park run time, and then Noah was pretty self motivated. So he went and looked up the times for those, you know, those records, and worked out he could probably run that time. And asked me to look for a fifteen k, and because we found that fifteen k at Roadrunners. Um, but I think yeah, I think um, it might be a little, a little bit potentially some some you know expectations placed on him if we were to organise it at a, at a um, you know, at a, at a serious event. He, he has had done something like that previously where he had to go at the 5K, when the 5K world record when he was seven. Sure. Uh, sure. Similar sort of a scenario where we had to find a, uh, you know, we found an accredited course. And yeah, it's, it's just, I think we just, you know, let him continue to enjoy his running and let his running develop. Absence, yeah, he's very, very yeah. passionate about it. Yeah. Uh, loves, loves parkrun, loves the, um, 
I guess lo loves the, you know, what do you like most about parkrun? What do you like when you go down? Other than going fast, I don't really know. Well, you like volunteering. Yeah, I like volunteering and just helping parkrun so it can be spreaded across Australia. I understand from Adrian Royce that you're also uh, really encouraging of other runners while you're out there running. So how do you have time to also yell out and encourage other runners while you're needing to breathe and run that fast? Um, just say it as quickly as I can and get it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe if I didn't cheer so many people on, I could run faster. Or maybe I just need to speed up my cheers. That's, that's a tip I'm going to take from you speeding up my cheers. Well, Noah, we're very impressed, not only with your speed, but also your love of Parkrun. So thanks for coming on the Parkrun Adventurers and sharing your story with us. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we've just been chatting to Noah, who's all about the speed. We thought it'd be good to chat to someone who's got their purple shirt. Welcome to the podcast, Kate. Thank you. Now, how many times have you volunteered? Um, 26. And have you actually ordered your purple shirt yet? No, not yet. But you're going to have it ordered soon, aren't you, honey? Yes. Cool. So... You volunteered a lot of times. You've done a whole bunch of different roles when you were volunteering. Which one do you think is your favourite? Um, probably photographer. And why is that? Well, I'm good at taking photos. That's very handy when you're the photographer. Nobody likes to be in bad photos. And do you do it, I, I know last year at Kiwana's anniversary, you did it at the special event. Do you choose particular weekends that you want to be the photographer for a reason? No, not really. And do you get some good feedback from the runners and walkers when you are a photographer? Yes. So do you know what are the kind of comments that you get, Kate? Can you give us some examples? Um, great photo. Um Nice work, awesome, and that's it. Okay, so what do you like most about volunteering? Like you've done it a lot of times. You've done it more times than you've actually run. What do you like about it? I get to see my friends. Um, I cheer on people. Uh, I like to see people smiling, um, and that's it. What would you say to anyone who's never volunteered before? I'd probably say come to Parkrun, you can volunteer. There's not, nothing to pay and you can do it for fun. Perfect. That's a great way to recruit volunteers. We should send you out and get you to do it officially. <laughs> what about your teachers, Kate? Do you tell your teachers about Parkrun and that you get up early on Saturday morning and go volunteering? Sometimes. Some of them do it. Yeah. yeah. What do they think about it when they see you volunteering? They think I'm good. How old are you, Kate? I'm nine. Alrighty, Kate. How about, do you have a favourite memory from Parkrun or a funniest story? Fancy dress. Ah, you're on my wavelength. Tell me about fancy dress. What's your favourite fancy dress been? 
Um, I went as a cat once. We made the ears. We wore leggings, a long black um, T-shirt. We made a tail and painted um, a black nose and whiskers. And we also wore gloves. And I was also the photographer of that day. All right. Well, thank you, Kate, so much for joining us on the podcast this week. It's been lovely hearing about your volunteering and thank you for volunteering so much. It's always awesome when our juniors want to put their hand up and help out where they can. And I do know that you do take fantastic photos. So keep up the good work. Thank you. Junior fun continues. A couple of weeks ago, Zara Curtis visited the Yu Yang's launch. And like all good junior roving adventurers, reporters do, she got us some audio. Let's have a listen to what Zara came up with. Hi, Melon Scott. This is Zara Curtis reporting for Yu Yang's Parkrun launch for Parkrun Adventurers. It is a surprisingly warm morning, and I would like to acknowledge everyone who got out of bed to come and celebrate Yu Yang's Parkrun launch. I am with Parkrun Adventurers Michaela and Vanessa, who I know who I know are diehard Parkrun tourists. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me what's so great about Parkrun. It's a great community event. It gets us our exercising instead of sitting home on the couch, and you get to meet great people. How do you find the course? The Yu Yang's course. Yeah. I loved it. Just one loop. And a little bit of an incline at the start, but then it's downhill from there. So really enjoyed it. What's your home parkrun? And is it any different to Yu Yang's parkrun? How? Oh, Berwick Springs is our home parkrun and it's a double loop of a lake. So it's a bit of torture on the second loop. We've, this was really nice one loop. And Berwick Springs is um, a mixture of concrete and gravel, like yeah. stony gravel, like Yu Yang's. Yeah, and up, up to about 300 people there, so it's very busy. How many parkruns have you both done? I'm coming up to nearly my 100th, so in a few weeks I'll be doing my 100th, so probably around, I think today might be my 96th. I think today's my 60th. Have you been lucky enough to do any parkruns interstate or overseas? We've both done ones overseas, yes. so I've, I've done a Russian park run recently, so that was a lot of fun, With and the only word they know in English is park run. <laughs> that really does mean your park run adventure is. Which is your favourite park run? My favourite park run would have to be, I'd have to say the Russian one that I did, because it had a palace there. Yeah, I would say my favourite, besides Russia, which was pretty cool, is Wilson Botanic because it was really hard. It was it was a double loop of really hard hills, so the scenery up the top was just beautiful. Um, so, yeah, no, that was a, that's a really pretty one. Thanks very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. That's all from you, Yangs. Thanks, Zara. Good work. The biggest... Weekend of the year for anniversaries in Parkrun Australia is coming up this weekend. It's not officially known as that, but I'm declaring it. Because it's important to us. Yes. And joining us 
for future years will be Orange in New South Wales. They're launching this weekend. Welcome, Orange. It's pretty exciting. I think Orange has been on the cards for a long time, so I'm sure that community are very happy to be having them join the crew. I will be eating cake this week, Scotty. Will you be eating cake? Here's a little confession. I'm not a big cake person. Not even after you've run 5K? I don't always eat the cake. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm sure there's plenty of other runners who are quite happy to eat your piece. Yes. There will be cake at Highfields. They're celebrating their first anniversary. And we've got five events celebrating their third anniversaries this weekend. They are Mossman in New South Wales, Bunbury in WA, commonly known as Funbury, Darwin in the Northern Territory, Majiraba, I hope I got that right, in Queensland, and a not often spoken of event we like to call Westerfolds in Victoria. I do remember the day vividly three years ago, because it was around the time when there weren't a lot of events launching, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, bang, there were four events launching on the one weekend, and Westerfolds was one of them. So you're a, a quad, or well, Westerfolds is a, a quad, a quadtuplet. And it's funny, I've always followed the journeys of Bunbury, Darwin, I reckon it's Majiraba. Majiraba? No. How did I pronounce it? Majiraba. Something no. like that, yeah. Majiraba. Yeah, Majiraba sounds right. Yeah. So I have followed the progress of those three other events. So it's an exciting time for me and also you because there's another little event on the same weekend called Kawana celebrating their fourth. Yeah, I can't believe it's been four years already. That has gone so fast. So fast. And you'll be baking the cake. You will be personally baking the cake? I will personally be baking the cake. I have actually personally baked the cake for every anniversary at Kiwana thus far. So certainly not ready to break with tradition just yet. Haven't poisoned anyone yet. Um, Never have to take any home. Always a plus. So yeah, I will be baking cake at Kiwana this weekend. What's the cake of choice? What can we expect? As in, what will the design be or what will the flavours be? I'm more interested in (laughs) flavour. Well, I am a big fan of Martha Stewart's work because the woman knows how to bake. And she does this amazing, um, what do you call it? It's like a, it's a golden sheet cake is I think the official term. Um, lots of eggs, lots of butter, lots of sugar. Those are the key factors. And it basically just dissolves on your tongue. Okay. And the design? Well, there's going to be two cakes. So that one will be that. And I'm thinking about going gluten-free for the second one, but I haven't determined that yet. If I do, it will be a gluten-free chocolate cake. And they are going to be barcodes because Kiwana is having a barcode party. Now that we're four years old and we're old enough to have our own barcode. That's clever. So you're going to go dressed as a barcode? No, everything's black and white. So all the runners can come in anything black or white. I, I have had some people say they're going to be barcodes and other people say they're going to be scanners. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what people come up with. I personally am, for the very first time in several costumes, going for something a bit feminine. But I will not be divulging that because it's a secret. We'll have fun. 
You'll have two reasons to celebrate on Saturday. Can't wait to hear about it next week. Should we go out this week's show with our mate PK from the Channel 4 News team? He's still over in the UK, adventuring like crazy. And this weekend he was at Bath. So thanks, Mel. Take it away, PK. G'day, Scott and Mel. It's PK underscore PK. I am on my final parkrun tourism uh, journey, final day of the parkrun tourism journey uh, here in the UK. Uh, uh, I spoke to you guys a couple of weeks ago when I did the Bushy Park Run for their birthday, which was awesome. Uh, last week I did the Land Hydrac one, Land Hydrock, <laughs> try and say that in a hurry, uh, in Cornwall, um, which was amazing. Uh, through a castle, grounds, just absolutely stunning. Probably the hardest uh, park run I've ever done in my life. Uh, very hilly. Apparently it's the second hardest one ever, people tell me. Not sure what the hardest one is. We'll have to find out. Um, uh, anyway, that was great. But um, now I'm in Bath. So in beautiful Bath and about to take off and do the Bath Park Run um, as a bit of a farewell to the UK. So uh, let's go and do it and then we'll have a chat with some of the crew after. Just to go over the course briefly, as you depart from here, you're going to head down to the path and turn to the left. You'll follow the rugby pitch around on your right-hand side. There's a slope that you will go down. There's many ways of taking the slope. The Superman approach, while spectacular, is not recommended. <laughs> You'll then run along the skyline with a super view this morning of Bath and come up 37 steps just to warm you up a little bit further. As you come to the top of the steps, we have a new diversion set up in order to protect the path. The National Trust have asked us to look after the path and it's slightly wearing. So as you come out of the little wooded area, there's a diversion set up that will keep you to the left and hugs the field along to the left. If you could keep over to the left as far as possible, that would be fantastic. You'll then come back off the track and then you'll turn left into the wooded area. I'm told as you run through the woods this morning, there is some smoke going across the path. Someone has set up a bonfire, so if you just take it steady as you go through there, that would be superb. You'll then run down the path towards the field of cows. I'm told there are some cows in the field to help you get your personal best today. <laughs> I've also been made aware that there are some conkers on the track as well, so be careful underfoot. Some of the adults may be collecting the conkers for later on, but we don't want you twisting any of your ankles on the conkers, please. And going through the woods, there are some exposed stumps. If you're under 11, you must stay with your adult, I'm afraid. There's a number of reasons for this. One, it is the rules, and it gives some of us to get a better chance. If you've got a dog, if you take your dog to the back and start with a short lead, that would be superb. Three, two... One, go! Woo. And we're off. Okay, so we've uh, we finished the awesome Bath Skyline Skyline Park Run, and I'm here with the event director Helen, who's also known as Bath Runner. Bath Runner. <laughs> I saw uh, last night on the on their Facebook page, Bath Runner. I thought, what a great tag, what a great name. So clearly, you're well known around Bath as as a runner. 
I am now. <laughs> yeah, we've been going about two years here. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, it took 18 months to bring it to Bath. So wow. um, I've had that Twitter account going since the beginning. <laughs> Fantastic. So everyone's just got to know me, I think, just because of that. Brilliant. And so I suppose over here in the UK, it's um, it's a matter, it's not just councils, it's also National Trust, isn't it, that you have to speak? It is. Yeah. Well, this, this particular area where we run here, it's all National Trust land. Right. Um, and as you can see, it's stunning. It's a Beautiful. mixture of open countryside, beautiful ancient woodlands and then you get the great vistas of Bath so it's, yeah. it is stunning but we need to protect it and we're, we're very keen on making sure that we do that so we work very closely with the National Trust to ensure that we can. And even this morning I noticed that, well not that I noticed because it was my first time and got a PB mind you. <laughs> well, no, no, no I didn't. I got a PB as and it was the first one. I totally didn't get a PB. I stopped and took too many photos. <laughs> what a tourist. Anyway, um, no, uh, I noticed that you mentioned uh, that there were some changes so obviously you do change the course every now and then because of uh, the grounds? Or, yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, it gets a little bit eroded where we've uh, run over it for the last two years. So we shift the course around, so we mark it out each time to make sure it's the 5k. Brilliant. Um, and that way then it regenerates over the winter and we wow. follow a different route. Far out. Uh, it, it makes some of the park runs though, you know, back home or uh, around the world sound a lot easier to run, you know, when, when they're just on a, on a, on a concrete path yeah. or whatever, you know, that that's, stays the same. That said, our, our home park run had to, has had to change a few times recently because we've had floods and so... You know, you've oh, wow. had like lots of uh, park runs have been um, were cancelled in Australia the last few weeks, um, certainly in South Australia because of floods. So, but here I don't suppose you get flooded; you just get lots of mud. Yeah, and how did you find the steps? Do you have steps back home? The steps? Oh, um, no, not not on my one. No, not no. at all. No, you're right. It was interesting yeah, going up up the steps. It was good. It slowed you down though. Man, I could take a few photos. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was beautiful. Thanks so much, Helen. I'm going to go and find Mark, who um, was today's um, RD. But thanks so much, and congratulations on a beautiful park run. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. You too. Thank All you. Right, thanks. So I'm now with um, Mark, who was today's RD. Uh, Mark, uh, thank you. Beautiful course. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Enjoy today. Yeah, it's been a it's been a super day. I think we've had about 295 runners out today. Awesome! I'm glad the sun's come out for you. Yeah, and it's been a, it's been a good day. It's been <laughs> a good day, and I'm glad you've enjoyed it. So oh, happy I day. sure have. My God, it was just a beautiful course, and and it, your briefing was really good. I, I actually recorded it. Um, yourself, have you done other park runs um, around the UK? I've done a, done a couple around the um, UK. I've been I've only been a run director for two months now. Oh, congratulations! I'm taking over from someone, but sure. yeah, I've been around Orpington, Bromley, down and around Southampton. It's Great. just a super event. Yeah. It's super volunteers. Everyone who wants to be here wants to be wants here. Wants to be here, isn't it? It's a beautiful... It's just, just enjoyable. Absolutely. Look, and and if you enjoy my briefing, then happy days. Come again. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, I've, I've certainly been to, you know, I've been to a few now, certainly a lot through South Australia, and now they're my third one in the UK. And um, and certainly, as you say, as we all know, Post Park Run Adventurers know, it's just a it's just a beautiful family, that, and uh, we all love it, and the more people that get out there and do it, the better. So, anyway, I just want to say thanks before I chuff off, but um, thanks right. again. Thank you. Well, I really done. appreciate it. Good on you, Mark. Thank thanks, you. mate.